back to the Joy of Aquatics. My name is Joy Simons and we are in week four of our top teaching tips, which is all about safety. Now, this week we've already talked about signaling for help with a fist, parent inclusion and where we include survival backstroke in our program. Where do we teach it? Now, today's session is all about open water settings and I want to lay out a challenge. Are you able to teach in an open water setting? Do you have an open water environment around you where you can actually go and teach in? Now, for a lot of you, that might be, no, I really don't, Joy. Look, it's not going to happen. And I get it. But for some of you that might be more regional or rural, what other settings can you teach in? Where can you go? Could you go to the local river, the creek, a dam? But before you go and get into those places, you do need to risk assess and make sure you are safe, okay? But for most of us that have um, our license, our insurance should cover us to teach in an open water setting. Maybe we're down at the beach or are we encroaching on what nippers do then? Maybe, maybe we are. But maybe we can actually run a swimming session out there as well or what can we do in our own pool to recreate that open water environment and feel? Maybe we've normally got lane ropes in. Maybe we need to take those lane ropes out. And how much more wavy is the pool? It could be something as simple as that, just to recreate an open water setting. So what are some of the things that we might need to think about? Yes, safety is one of them. But do we need to change up our activities? Do we need to be more mindful? What else can we do in the water to really encapsulate that open water setting? Now, if you are able to go out into an open water setting, what do you have around you that you can use? How do you have to restructure your class in order to do that? What do you have to have in place? Do you maybe have to have an extra person on the side that is watching? Do you need to have extra places where the kids can have a rest? Those things are really, really important. And especially in Australia, depending on where you are, you're going to want to know a little bit about the wildlife and certainly make sure that your first aid is up to date. But what else can we do in our pools? I have already suggested, yes, we take the lane ropes out. That could be really cool. I did read an article once where a pool in England had actually dyed their water. Didn't turn out too good for them, though, because the water just ended up looking like blood. <laughs> Freaked out a lot of people. <laughs> could we maybe put some high-pressure water hoses in the pool and get a bit of a current happening. We looked at that at one point and we couldn't make it work in our facility, but maybe you can make it work in yours where it's already pumping your own pool water back through a pipe and then pushing it through a different part of the, the pool. So it's interesting for us to think about what can we change in our lessons to simulate an open water setting? One of my favorite, favorite, favorite activities is back floating. And then I get to jump around like a looney tune and create a lot of extra waves. Now, I'll only do this with my really top end kids that are comfortable with back floating, that are comfortable with water over their face while they're on their back. 
And sometimes if I'm getting tired, I'll get one or two kids to back float and the other couple of kids to jump around themselves. <laughs> they get to make the waves and then they'll swap over. So my challenge this week is to find an open water setting or an open water environment where you can teach. And if that's not possible, change something in your swim school setting that will simulate that open water environment. Thanks for listening, guys. Happy swimming. 